that beautiful bean footage, Wesley. Wait, what? Wait, what? Where are we? What's happening? Oh, hi. Hey, viewing party listeners. You made it to this podcast. You found us online. Hope you use the hashtag mini pot squad. Wesley and Katie and the cats. Watching movies, eat in snacks. We're not sponsored by anybody. We don't even have a Patreon. <laughs> We're just having fun. Welcome to Viewing Party. What's a test? Viewing Party. Chanting all over your Tatum. Viewing Party. Hey, everybody. Live from a car. Yep. <laughs> it's viewing party. We're just jumping right on in here. Uh, we're in the back of an Uber. We are headed down to Santa Monica. Um, and on the way, we watched uh, we watched a couple of movies. So we thought this would be a really great time tip podcast. Um, this is Katie's Fantasy Life Live. <laughs> oh, uh, Lord. Oh, I'm Katie, by the way. Hi, I'm Wesley. We already told you, who, we already, you what already, show we were watching. If you so. have not heard the name of this podcast yet, I don't know how you made it this far without it. I don't know. I don't know. You've got to read it to subscribe, so. So, um, well, you weirdo. Maybe you're, <laughs> you know, maybe you're one of those people who's being made to listen to it against your will. Like, I mean, I've had a theory about these about people. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But this might be a good episode for you. You may cry with me. Yeah. <laughs> I've cried twice talking about this, once in the movie and once talking about the movie, so it's going to be a real good time. And we've been time. out of the movie for about 20 minutes. So <laughs> I've already cried twice, <laughs> and it's not even sad. It really wasn't. It's not a sad movie. Uh, my stepmom just watched Titania for the first time last yeah. night, and she said it was very sad. Ooh. And I said, yes, yes, <laughs> Tanya Harding had a very sad life, you are correct. I, w- I was surprised that she made it through it with all of the harsh language. Oh. That's what surprised me the most. I yeah. was like, how were you with that? It's it's di- a distinctly harsh movie. Yeah. Um, and she was like, yeah, it was kind of it was kind of rough. And I was like, well, it was true. So yeah, I approve of harsh language when it is true to the characters. Yes. Because you wouldn't ever see characters like this being like, gosh darn it. Yeah, exactly. Like toodle. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped my noodles. <laughs> like that's not. Like, <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. Uh, I'm a clumsy elf. Like, no, <laughs> no, no. They're going to be saying all sorts of words that we don't say on this podcast. Yep. But we say in our minds. <laughs> oh, you're going to have a side commentary of the people in the parking lot. There's oh, yeah. a woman getting out of her car and she is wearing a legit beret. Wow. I almost said bidet. <laughs> but like, that's very different. She's got like her hair kind of twisted up in a clip. And oh, and she's got those like sunglasses that you wear on top of your glasses oh yeah when you have glasses that you cannot remove and you are not going to wear prescription sunglasses oh and her and her uh partner here has a mcdonald's coffee oh no i'd be shocked if she could hear us oh that's fantastic i think he has a life alert i love them like i really like them this is great I i hope they're going to see i feel pretty (laughs) <laughs> or blockers. <laughs> I'm gonna pin them and see in blockers. I don't even know what else is playing to guess what they would be seeing right now. I don't and know. That's fantastic. I'm gonna check the show times. We can uh, park and wreck. I did I talk about a quiet place yet? 
on the yes. podcast? Yes, oh, you man. did. Because you talked about how you could hardly keep quiet. I was ready to talk about it again. I will be on Amanda's Picture Show, A Go-Go, talking about A Quiet Place. Oh, nice. Uh, coming up here soon, so keep an eye out for that. You can check her out. You can find her at Amanda's Picture Show, A Go-Go. You can find her podcast. She's another awesome lady podcaster in town. She has a movie podcast as well. Hers has kind of a fun twist. She has guests on every episode, and at least one person has to have never seen that movie before. Mm-hmm. It's her little shtick. And I'm all about shtick. Yeah. Okay, so... Shtick shift. The only things opening in the next ten minutes are I Feel Pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, and Isle of Dogs at 4.15. Oh, it could be Isle of Dogs. I did They'd see Isle like of Dogs. 20 minutes early. Good. I mean, you know. Or... Old nope. people go to bed early. Why wouldn't they go to a movie early? Or they could be here for a quiet place. You know, I... Guy's got his life alert. Um, <laughs> I did see an I, I bet I, they're here for everybody. I did see Isle of oh, Dogs. Oh, no. I Can Only Imagine is playing. That's can a real contender. Can Only Imagine. That's literally what it's about. When the day comes... <laughs> I always stop singing this song at funerals because <laughs> it is depressing. It's so sad, but yeah, those Lord. are the options. Or Love Simon, right? Love Simon looks really cute. I want to see that one. I've heard it's cute. Um, I did see Isle of Dogs, the yeah. new Wes Anderson film. Have you seen it yet? Not yet. I want to. Oh, it's so good. I didn't cry during that, which I expected to. Interesting. So I'm very surprised that I cried <laughs> at this movie that we'll be talking about, but I did not cry watching Isle of Dogs. I was a little sad though. I was like, man, why did <laughs> all these all these poor little dogs? It was so sad, uh, but it was very good and very, very Wes. Yeah. Good old W. Anderson. He Wanderson. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I don't want to say that ever again. I have to try them on to know if I like saying the word. That's how I learned to swear. Is to be oh. like, I was all like, this is. Really satisfying to say. Yeah. I'll just keep saying that, but not Wanderson. That's the last it's time. Like Weathen. <laughs> we- Weathen? Weathen? Uh, that's good. Yeah. Um. Uh. It was really, really good. It was. It was kind of heisty. Yeah. With such as Wes Anderson. Yeah. It's kind of sweet. Uh. It has some like family issues going on. Um. And you know we got. We got a lot of cool dog. We got, we got uh, all the classic actors. Yeah, from man. his movies. We got Edward Norton. We got uh, that guy from Jurassic Park that I forget his name suddenly. The Which old, one? The Jeff Goldblum. Ho- yeah, he's in it. <laughs> See? You were gonna say the old hot one. Right? The old hot one. You exactly. The principal. Um, uh, and we got. Uh, help me out here, Brian Cranston. Yeah. We got. Did you have Bruce Willis? He's a. I think mainstay. Bruce Willis is in it. Yeah, Bruce Willis is George in there. George Clooney. We got. I guess we got Tilda Swinton. We're just, these are just all the people who are. George Clooney in was Anderson's. not in it. I would have recognized his suave oh, little voice anywhere. I mean, if he was, he wasn't noticeable. Well, There's a, there are so many dogs. <laughs> but like, but they're all dogs. Right. So you're not right. like looking at Obviously, them. Obviously, yeah. Uh. Oh, God. Uh, Ian Malcolm. I can never remember his name. This actor's name. That we just... Jeff Goldblum. 
You know how I ever, wow. you know how I ever have ever remembered his name ever is he was on a prank show one time, like pranking people. Yeah. And I don't remember what happened, but I just remember him saying to the person being pranked, like, what did, what did Goldblum ever do to you? <laughs> and that's the only way that I can remember it is I'm like, I have to picture this prank show oh and I have gosh. to think about his face and think about what he said. And yeah. then I can remember his name. Francis is... McDormand. Scarlett yes. Johansson. Yep. Yoko Ono. Sure. Tilda Swinton. Well, who did Tilda play? What's that character's Oracle. name? Oracle. Oh! Oracle never really spoke, so that's funny. <laughs> like, just kind of, like, didn't say much. Yeah. How much did she get paid for that? I don't know. I mean, she said Blue a little Schreiner. bit. Angelica Houston. <sighs> Man. I mean, it's so many voices. Yeah. But they're all, some of them just have bit little bit parts. Right. Just tiny um, little things. But it was great. It was super great. I just, I just really, really loved it. I took my friend from Norway. Sarah was in yeah. town. And so she and I went to go see it together. And I gave her three options. I was like, we could see Love, Simon. We can see uh, Blockers. Or we could see Isle of Dogs. Anything else you're not really going to like. And so they picked, I, she picked Isle of Dogs. And we went to see it, and I was like, this is a weird director. It, you've never seen his movies. Um, this might be a nice intro to him as huh. a director. And yeah. it was. It was very, like, pleasant. It wasn't quite as strange or as hard to follow as some of his other yeah. movies that are like, what? I haven't this seen happened? all of his movies. We should probably do a series sometime. That's fine. Can we have Cotton Candy? Of course. Because that just feels like Wes Anderson. When I Especially think about Grand Budapest Hotel, yeah, oh my God, so I have cute. seen that one. I like that one a lot. What's really interesting is that, and they they bring this up at the beginning in a very fun way, is the, um, it's set in Japan, mm -hmm. and so everyone speaks their native tongue, and the only lines that are like show up in English sometimes they are. Uh, sometimes there is a bilingual translator that okay. is present because there's a lot of like political warfare going on. Yeah. So you have a translator that's letting you know what's being said. And I think that was Francis McDormand's yeah, character. I think so. And then sometimes there's like, um, electronic machines that will tell you what's being said because they're translating, but everything else is like in Japan, in Japanese. Hmm. However, all barks have been translated to English. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great because you have these dogs who like are like talking to humans yeah. and then they're like okay we got the gist you're looking for your dog <laughs> like they like they're like i wish somebody spoke his language oh, no. <laughs> like, like the dogs don't speak japanese but they understand enough because their masters were japanese that they're like I i'm getting I'm, I'm understanding what yeah, you need from me funny. without it being like, oh, of course, without them being able to like talk to the boy and all of this, like the boy will just blabber on. But they, there's enough words that are like you've heard it, you hear it a couple of times in the movie and then you can pick up like, oh, that means dog or oh, this means yeah. hi or oh, I know what that means. Like yeah. a couple words that sound similar enough that you, if someone's babbling, you're like, oh, okay, okay, I, I get it. Like I get what they're trying to say. It's really creative. <laughs> it's like he did an awesome job with yeah. that, that nothing is directly translated That's cool. all of the time and there aren't just subtitles all the time. It's like, oh, hold on, cute guy alert. Wow. He is wearing jeans, and they fit, and a t-shirt, and he's got glasses on his face. There he is. There he is. Oh, yep. Yep. Okay, cool. So that's another person in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, we're going to take yeah. inventory of the parking lot for you. Yeah, we're taking parking lot inventory. Oh, 
We're gonna have a security come around and be like, uh, what were you ladies doing? And we'll be like, would you like to be on our podcast? Podcasting? <laughs> we're recording this live. <laughs> so, oh, that license plate says Patel, but it has a four for the A. Mm. We got Patel Elite over here. Nice. The Elite Patel. Okay, um, but I Love Dogs is great. Highly recommend that one. Cool. I feel like I watched something else kind of recently, but that was like the the big one. Yeah. As Sid would say. <laughs> From Toy Story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you see anything recently? See anything uh, fun? I finally watched Jumanji. Did I tell you about that? <gasps> no. I watched Jumanji and... Um, Hold on. Beret is back at her car. But she's getting in the passenger side, which was, like, the gentleman's side. Maybe she's forgotten something. Maybe she's setting a trap. Oh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Maybe she's like, oh, I need my earplugs. Neither of them are actually that, like, old at all. They're just older than us. Yeah. They're probably in their, like, 60s, maybe. Yeah. Sprout. Yeah. Sprite? Sprite. What? I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> uh... uh you saw Jumanji. I watched, yeah, I watched that Good. and Murder on the Orient Express, which both of which you've already covered. Yes, but they're but great. They're both, they were both really good. I'd like to hear your perspective on... <laughs> so now that you've seen Jumanji, yeah. do you also need the rock and a Dalmatian <laughs> and a horse and what's-his-face for science? I don't... I think that's you. Okay, cool, because I was just wondering if anyone else would come out of that situation with that sort of, who are the people? I needed Jude Law and The Rock and a Dalmatian <laughs> and on a, a horse. horse. <laughs> on a horse. For science. Yes. all Yes, yeah. for science. For I science. have not, con- update, uh, update, Jude Law hair update. <laughs> I have not done run this experiment, whatever it is, <laughs> yet. Um, still waiting for The Rock to respond. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Back to normal, back to our normal broadcasting. <laughs> I'm a great it's okay. broadcaster. I went to school for this. <laughs> Nobody went to school for podcasting. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> At least not in this car. <laughs> no, no one in this car has attended podcasting school. What if we made a podcasting school and then we can make a lot of money on the misfortunes of others? Oh, dear. It's an option. Oh, we got more people. She's got a scrunchie on her wrist. I can't tell if she went with her brother or her boyfriend. Oh, dear. I just can't tell. We should maybe stop talking about people. No, I think it's great. I think everyone here wants to hear what I have to say about other people. <laughs> just random strangers. Ew. Ew. <laughs> oh, my mouth. My mouth. We were here in the 90s. 3C Body Shop. We're oh. not sponsored by them. I got a... Billboard, though. I had a conversation with a friend who recently discovered that she has ADHD and... Uh, and then I told her, I was like, you know, the other day I was walking down the stairs and I thought, maybe I'm manic depressive. And then I laughed. And then I was like, what? <laughs> and she was like, um, she was like, you know, I, I was raised by someone who was, and I don't believe that that's true of you. She's like, I could see you having ADHD though. I, she's like, that sounds yeah. more up your alley. More up your alley. So she was telling me and she was like, well, do you, I was like, sometimes I'm talking to people and I ask them a question and I mean like you really like, want to know the answer and I and just realized partway through that I'm like I'm not here anymore <laughs> like I'm not listening I'm totally somewhere else <laughs> as you kind of like get distracted as I got distracted I'm, I'm squirreling so hard 
And, um, so yeah. Probably better that we were recording a blanket fort where no one walked past. Yes, it was very sweet. It was very sweet. She was saying that, she was like, it was funny because, uh, she was in the kitchen making dinner and, like, asking her boyfriend questions and asking follow-up questions and really, Mm -hmm. like, listening and paying attention. And he was like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) She was like... I started this new medication, so now I can think, like, now I can focus on you. <laughs> Instead of being like, I am curious. <laughs> and, like, suddenly you're off thinking about something else. Or in the middle of someone's answer, I'll start talking about something else. And I'm like, I, whoops, that's so rude. Uh, so, yeah. So, not that I'm, like, on here, like, let's diagnose me live. <laughs> Everything's live. Everything's live, Wesley. But I was like, oh, that's probably totally a, a thing. She goes, well, Possibly. if coffee calms you down and you get sleepy with, like, pseudofedrin or whatever, mm-hmm. then those are signs. And I was like, ah, uh, those are all sound true. So, yeah. I was like, what a cool, f- how fun. At least that helps you understand yourself better, though. Yeah. You and know? I was like, Even oh. if it's not a real diagnosis. Like, like, it's something that I can at least. Yeah. Yeah, even if I don't have that diagnosis and I'm not pretending that I am or that I do or that I'm like, I must because I think it. Yeah. Like, I can diagnose myself with foot cancer, too, if I'm on the <laughs> internet long enough. Like, True. <laughs> but it's like a new layer of uh, just, like, thinking about myself yeah. and even beginning to... not as one of the a, reasons why I like personality tests because yeah. even if they're not scientifically proven to be accurate no it, you're like oh it's okay that I do this it's a different because, layer of awareness yeah like it's a, like yeah. yeah you're like oh I understand where this like, is coming from this is why I do this or like yeah, yeah. or like a way to like, be aware of the things that you do and think and trigger yeah. and yeah the things that like can block you or the things that can really propel you mm-hmm. so that you know when to like lean in and lean out of them yeah yeah. yeah, so that's that's a fun conversation fun. I had out at a bar. I, I did that. Uh, yeah, any other parking regs? We're just moving right along here. Nope. I just. Nope. Your nails are cute. Well, thanks. I did them to match a wedding that I went to yesterday, which was super fun. Actually. How was the wedding? It was really nice. It was a flapper theme. Ooh. Which was really cool. Oh, good. I'm glad you got that haircut. My nephew was a ring bearer, and it was adorable. <laughs> oh. he, had, they wore, he got to wear a little flat-like grandpa hat, yeah. just like the groom did. Like the newsies? Yeah, and it was real cute. And my favorite part was they lined up for the receiving line, and they put the flower girl and the ring bearer at the end next to like the parents. Mm. And they were so cute. And they just like stood there and greeted everyone with all the grown-ups. <laughs> and it was adorable. Oh my gosh. What table were you at? I just sat with my family. Not table 19, it's fine. Good, good. That's what I wanted to know. <laughs> I like, you what would. table were you at? <laughs> uh, they weren't assigned, so we just hung out. But mm, Were you close to the food? No, the food was in another room. We were in this very cool venue huh. in Ashland called the Pump House. Mm. And it's an old, it's a, I think it's an old factory building, but it's, it's like a brick building that was built in like the 1900s. Like, early 1900s, not late 1900s, like when we were born. But, um... So everything is very, like, brick and, like, old. It's very brick. It's very brick. <laughs> but it was very... Ah! Oh, sorry. The patels are backing up. <laughs> I got nervous. It was one... It's very, like, um, like, 1930s, like, doors with glass windows in them and, like, that whole kind of, like, yeah. vintage vibe. There's literally a vault in it where they used to keep, like, the company 
like the company's money. Oh my god! And like it's this cool little vault room that has like a big giant door, like you'd have in like an old heist movie in the thirties. Love it. It made really cool. Like it was really cool that they had that twenties theme going on in this building. So it was really good. It had the best cake. (gasps) So good. They had it was three three or four layers and they were all different flavors and one mm. of them was mint chocolate chip mm. and it tasted like the ice cream and it was amazing. Oh, that makes me so happy. It's great. Let me just... Mm. Mm. <laughs> Cake. I'm so happy. Oh, that sounds like a really, really fun, fun time. Did you dance? No, I don't dance. But the DJ was really fun and they Did this movie teach movies. you nothing, Wesley? Well, I hadn't seen it yet when I went to the wedding. Oh, are you going to dance now? I'm not in the car. But no, not like <laughs> you said now. Right now, dance, monkey. Like no. I don't know if I just said something really offensive or not. I just said something I've heard before. Ooh. Anyway, I just mean probably not. Future I'm not Wesley. A what are you gonna do at your wedding? What if, what if you, what if you meet the man of your dreams and he's like, hey, do you want to dance? Are you going to be like, no, also go away <laughs> because you're going to take this as a sign that I'm not fun and I can't love you the way you want. You can be fun and not dance. Shh. I, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is that he'll take that as a sign of that. And then you've just thrown away a really good thing because of your left foot. <laughs> a lot of speculation. <laughs> Listen, this is what it's like in my mind all the time. <laughs> uh, that's a really good segue. No, that's what yeah, like I a weird sort of way. Yeah. So this week, if you haven't noticed by the title of this episode, we watched I Feel Pretty by Amy Schumer. Yeah. Chapter one. <laughs> So there goes our Il- good transitions. <laughs> illustration by <laughs> George Orwell. I'm sorry, Eric Carl. Like <laughs> <laughs> Chapter one. I should read audiobooks. If I, you would Dude, have so many tangents. You- <laughs> I could only read my own audiobook, and I would be reading the things that I wrote, and they'd be like, about that. <laughs> and then I'd like have some weird tangent about my own book while I'm reading my book. I should totally write a book and then just just for the audiobook. Like, not for the purpose of having a book, but to, like, have an audiobook. I have a podcast. a podcast. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, oh, this movie. Okay, so, the, okay. Uh, I have so many good. I want to watch it again. I know. It, like, I want to, like, buy it. I I'm going to buy this movie. I probably will, too. I didn't buy Trainwreck, but, oh, oh, we got a looker. And by that, I mean <laughs> someone's looking at us. It's I don't fine. want to look at them. It's fine. Okay, they're gone. You're fine. They had a, okay, why are these people walking out of everywhere with, like, grocery bags? I don't know. I guess it's a Target bag and we're by a Target. It's fine. <laughs> yes, that See? does make sense. Wow. Wow, Wesley. Okay, so. I need to take my Enneagram. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I love the Enneagram. Hold other tangent. So this movie is about a woman named, what's her name? We heard her name a thousand times oh my in this gosh. movie. Uh, Renee. Renee. It was on a necklace. Yes, she had a necklace. She on the whole wore time. the an entire movie. It. She wore a necklace that said her name. And we still forgot. And I and I stared <laughs> at it the whole time and was like, "Who the hell does this anymore?" 
people do? Renee. I I I wanted I want to know what kind of statement she was looking to make with that because I have theories about like was she I don't remember if she was wearing it before she felt pretty. She was. She was wearing it the whole time. Okay. Well, that's really int- oh. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah, there's a statement there yeah. that she was wearing that she was herself the whole time. Oh. Um she was Renee. Oh, Lynn. We got a dad with father with fathers. What? <laughs> uh, Bet they were not here for blockers. They totally. They were like, "All right, kids, let's talk about prom night." And uh, <laughs> John Cena. <laughs> nope. You know that was father son bonding. He he was like, "Oh, Star Wars is an out." <laughs> I guess we'll go see uh, uh, blockers. No. That doesn't look at all like what that dad sounded like. He sounded like a like an attentive, caring person. Yes, is he what did. he looked like. Um, small children. Anyway, so Renee is a woman. She's uh working in like the basement, running the website of this like, is it a glamour magazine or is it just a cosmetics it's a, company? I think it's a magazine. Or I'm no, positive. I think they showed her on the cover of a magazine, but it's a cosmetics company. Maybe. It's really fancy for cosmetics. But yeah. I don't know much about cosmetics. Who? What do I know? I don't know. Estee Lauder is who I work for, so maybe I should know something about it. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I... Uh, that's a fun fact. I do actually work for under the Estee Lauder umbrella. Uh, it's a big umbrella. They're huge. You will be safe from the rain. <laughs> okay. The... So plot. Oh, God. Okay. Can you do this? I, I can try. Clearly, I've been diagnosed with ADHD and I can't focus anymore. <laughs> So basically we have Renee who works, she's a, they make a point that she's like a basic, not basic, she's an average person. Yes. She has average friends, like. Yeah. But they've relegated her to the like satellite basement office for unattractive people, essentially. (laughs) It says that on the door. (laughs) Practically. So she works as kind of like the blogger, like person who runs the website for this cosmetics company. Um, she, oh, I should turn They monitor on. the website and essentially yeah. do all the, like, her and this guy, the guy does the he coding. Does the and, IT, yeah. And she does, who knows what. I don't know. Doesn't don't matter. Know. So, um, and her, she ends up having to go to corporate one day and, like, just feels completely out of place there. Mm-hmm. Because, like, they're just like, I think you're in the wrong building, like, all this stuff. Because this is a very high-end cosmetics company and they, they are, they under, they, mm, they recognize that they are seen as very, like, out of touch with the average person. Yes. And they're trying to figure out how to fix that, or at least some of them are. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so well, the basic plot is we're following Renee. She's feeling kind of blah about herself. Yes. Like, She's we have feeling a scene very where insecure. she, like, looks in the mirror and is just, like, disappointed in herself. It was such a good... I almost... That was a scene where I expected to cry, yeah. and I've heard that a lot of other people have cried, actually. Yeah. That, that That's, like, the cry moment for yeah. a lot of people. Is she, like, gets home and looks in the mirror and then, like, takes her clothes off from the day, and she's just there in, like, her underwear and Spanx. Yeah. And just looks... And it's just, like... Sad. Yeah. But it was, like, she looked at herself for so long mm-hmm. without really moving much of anything that you were, like... Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, girl, I've been there. Yeah. It <laughs> like, was definitely one of those, like, yes. Like, ooh, we all do this. <sighs> Amy Schumer captured that well. Thanks, Amy. Yeah. Ames. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we need to make Amy shorter than it actually is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so she 
is kind of disappointed in herself. She ends up going to a uh, soul cycle class. Yeah. It's a disaster. Yeah. Both yeah. times she goes, oh my God. it's a terrible disaster. They were very funny. They were really funny. That's also, I just wanted to almost see more soul cycle stuff. Because <laughs> that's great. It was yeah. really great. Yeah, they so... set that up so well. She was, like, point, embarrassed and... Yeah. It was rough. So, she's trying... She goes back a second time after the disaster and falls off her bike and hits her head and wakes up thinking that she is, like, amazingly gorgeous. Like, she sees herself as being, like, this perfect, mm-hmm. beautiful woman and no one else can see it. It's yes. kind of like opposite of shallow hell remember that movie i remember that movie but i never watched it because i was afraid of crying the whole time it's an interesting movie doesn't an interesting comparison to this one yes i've already seen like those sorts of things well somebody said like it's not it's no shallow hell right because isn't that plot jack black is dating a woman and he thinks she's super hot but she's fat right the gimmick is that he hits his head or is I forget. I think he might be hypnotized. Something weird. It was the early 2000s. Whatever. But he sees everyone based on their inner beauty instead of their outer beauty. Mm. Which, first of all, is problematic because good equals beautiful in this scenario. Which is a problem. Yes, that's a problem. Um, But, so he sees uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's character as being a, like... As Gwyneth Paltrow looks in real life, as this gorgeous woman, because she's nice and kind and wonderful, but the reality in the movie is that she's a very large woman. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, but you're so amazing, and she's so flattered the whole time. Mm-hmm. And in the end, he has to learn that, like, she was beautiful the whole time, even though he even saw though her she's <laughs> It's like, weird. Like, it's very problematic. Yeah, it's it sounds, very problematic. It sounds like a but it's a very similar like a really poor man's attempt at being like, oh, everyone's beautiful, and it's right. Like, mm, and yeah, but okay. it was like, it was yeah, but not. It's int- and I haven't seen it for like ten or fifteen years, so I, never I can't saw it. talk it was, to the details. But it definitely came out at a time that I was feeling very insecure in my own body, and was like, I cannot. Yeah, and that I can't. I couldn't stomach that it idea. Was, that because it was it. Yeah. From what I from the trailers mm-hmm. and posters, essentially it looked like it was confirming all of the things that I feared most that I would never be seen as beautiful because I was I'm heavy. Exactly. And that it would take someone totally blind essentially to like feel that way about and I, me. I think that's the message that ended up but wasn't what they were trying to go for. Yeah, well. And I think this movie does it a lot better. Sorry a man failed at something once. <laughs> Anyways <laughs> Woo. Uh, Woo. Burn Anyway <laughs> men, men of the world <laughs> they, Okay I, That just reminds me of seeing uh, I, I feel like I talk about tweets a lot on this podcast But I, I don't know that's what I do But they were like um, All these movies by women are doing so well And they were like wow it's amazing that like women can get movies like this made And they were like based on some of the other flops I'm amazed men can get movies, <laughs> movies made like anymore this. Oh yes like, That's yeah that's wow <sighs> That's a real thing Yeah. Anyway so what happens with Renee Is that she belie- she sees herself differently than the rest of the world yes, sees her And she it has, gives like, this her concussion a like insane amount of confidence mm-hmm. Yeah yeah, I just 
forgot what else to say there. Oh, yeah, that's that's what happens. So, so then we see her begin to, um, like she have, acts the way she feels. Yeah, the way she sees herself. Yeah, she sees herself as beautiful, so she begins to, like, move about the world, and her like interactions with people begin to change because she's no longer like, oh, I'm not interesting. Mm-hmm. No one likes me. I'm not pretty. She sees herself as her ideal self, mm-hmm. and so she, uh, you know, like, gives a guy her number in the dry cleaners yeah. and, like, assumes that construction workers are catcalling her. Yeah. And she, like, goes and applies for a new job at the, cos- as, like, the receptionist at the cosmetics company because she's finally, like, all the things about myself that I thought were holding me back are no longer in place, mm-hmm. so I'm going to go get everything I've ever wanted. Yeah. And, uh, so we see her begin to move through that. She also, she also believes that she looks like a complete, I, this Mm -hmm. is what I, this is what I didn't understand from the trailers is did she suddenly, from the trailers, I was like, did she just wake up and like realize Amy Schumer's really hot? Or as it turns out, she thinks she looks like a different person. Right. She thinks she's unrecognizable to all of the people she's ever met. Yes. So her friends, of course, are like, oh, okay, okay. What her it, friends like, are wonderfully played by Busy Phillips and Aidy Bryant. Oh, and so, I, want I love those them. friends forever. Yes, they were perfect yeah. and good boundary setting friends. Yes, who were like, whatever, we'll go with your weird little thing until they were like, you started ditching us and became a totally different person, and yeah. we're not sure what happened. So, no, we're not spending time with you, and you need to go. Yeah, and we can talk about this later. Yeah, I was like, good job, friends. Those are good friends. Straight up, though, those are really good friends. The ones who will tell you off. Taking off all my nail polish right now. That's all right. Um, yeah, so we see her begin to navigate these different scenarios. She mm-hmm. starts seeing this guy named Ethan. Ethan. Who she meets at the dry cleaner. And I was like, Ugh. during the entire exchange where she's, like, giving him her number, I was like, I kind of did this last night. <laughs> you had a lot of, like, oh, I've done this moments in this movie. Yeah, which, <laughs> which I was, like, really excited and proud of because yeah. I was like oh I guess maybe I do see myself as myself more than I think yeah. I do that makes sense yeah but I I I'm gonna cry um <laughs> it's okay <laughs> I don't know why I mean that this backseat is a safe space Katie <laughs> backseat don't be afraid of it the um so I used to see myself I told somebody this recently um, a client and I were talking about this, that I used to see myself as so gross looking. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I had, like, the biggest nose ever. Mm-hmm. And it was so disproportionate to my face. And uh, I was like, well, I could never get a nose reduction or I'll look like Janet Jackson. Or something, <laughs> you know, or what, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, yeah. well, that's not an option because everybody looks stupid. That is a nose job. Yeah. So I can't do that or I'll look extra gross and then no one will love me because it's a blatant sign of blah, blah, Like, I made up all this stuff right, about right. myself. And all the reasons that I could or couldn't ever look any different or feel any different about it. Mm-hmm. And now, through a lot of work, <laughs> like a lot of intensive self-work, I'm at the point where I see myself as pretty. Like, I don't wake up in the morning and see myself as gross looking. Like, yeah. I think I'm pretty. Yeah. And I, most of the time, can move about with confidence. I have moments and days like anyone yeah, else where yeah. I'm like, man, I am not feeling it today. Yeah. But I'd say, like, a good chunk of the time, I'm, like, 
I feel attractive and I feel important and I feel accomplished and like I feel all the things that I am, whether or not they're all true. Right. <laughs> but right, like right. all the things that are true and empowering are the things that I've begun to embody. So it was super crazy to see a movie where I was like, did I do that? Without the like conking my head thing. <laughs> right. Without the literal but, disillusionment. <laughs> yes, without the like disillusionment of like, I look like a different person. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It's not, it's more like I can see myself for like the goodness and the beauty that exists while still acknowledging mm-hmm. this was the part that she probably began to come to at the end mm-hmm. while still acknowledging like the insecurities and the like faults and sort of like. Like we said, like the like the things that sort of block you, that get in mm-hmm, your way mm-hmm. about yourself that still exist and that doesn't make them less beautiful or less a part of you. It's just like mm-hmm. adds to the intricacy of humans. Yeah. And I could see all of those and acknowledge all of those, but I don't have to like put all of my focus into how great I am and I don't have to put all of my focus into how awful I am. Right. Both coexist at the same time and they make up like the goodness yeah. Like the yeah. like the yumminess of life. Yeah. Of being Katie. The end. I'm starting a blog. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes total sense. So it's totally weird to watch a movie where I was like, this woman's going through a lot of the things that I'd gone through and the losing friendships is a definite part of that mm-hmm. if you become, if you allow your... Mm, I guess if you allow your own sense of like empowerment to blind you to a how it affects the experience of others Mm -hmm. and b like if uh, I don't know it it it, like to like blind you to yeah really like the experience of others because that's what she ended up doing yeah it went like. Things were going great. Everything was good. She everything was getting, awesome. Everything she, was getting she promoted. She and was then doing she all these became things. the person that, that was she, awful. That was awful. It was. It had like that mean girl's like mm-hmm. touch of like, oh, you became the mean girl in accident, yeah. without ever meaning to. You were just trying to like get up in that space yeah. to get what you thought you wanted, and then you get it, and then you suddenly are like, oh. But I do. I think I have lost friendships through a certain through gaining a certain level of confidence and setting a certain level of. That's what she didn't do was begin to really establish boundaries. She just was like, everything became about her. Mm-hmm. And everything was always about her, but it became about her in a different light, in a way that was like not something that served her friends or something that was pleasant to be around all of the time. Because mm-hmm. instead of it being like, oh, I'm so sad, I'm not pretty, I don't feel like I fit in, it became... I fit in so well and you guys need to like move along with me because like I know it's hard for you to understand (laughs) or just her whole her whole spiel about like be hotter and I was like ooh ooh and I was like have I done this with people sometimes yeah where I'm like out I'm like like bringing it down man I'm just out here trying to like be hot and have fun but she trampled over like her friend's idea of what would be like they were they all went on, like, a group date with, like, three, like, the three of the women and then three new guys in the movie, and they were going on a group date, and Amy Schumer was, like, you have to lead with your hotness, and her friends were, like, but I was having a fine connection without yeah. you there. Yeah. Like, we were connecting. They were doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
<laughs> like, what might have been a boring conversation to Amy, who was hanging around, like, hotness and getting attention left and right because of her level of confidence. Mm-hmm. She be- perceived it to be her level of beauty. Um, like, her friend, like, Amy Bryant's talking about, like, looming and scarves and stuff, and then he... The guy was like, oh, my grandma was into textiles. And I was like, oh, what a great place to have a conversation. But Amy was like, boring! And I was like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This is, this is like, this is the yummy stuff of getting to know someone. Or like, that your grandma was into textiles. is something I super want to know about a dude on a date. Yeah. Uh, It was kind of. So anyways, that's my uh, quick little spiel about self-awareness and confidence. And how they, they, they must coexist at all times. This is how we have. Oh, it was a plane. This is how we have white male privilege. Is because there is confidence without self awareness. Mm, yeah. Not it like not the whole like, the end of the conversation, but that is a huge part of it. I yeah. had a conversation about that at a bar last night too. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. So let's go back to Ethan and talk about him and her Ethan's relationship with so him. So great. So great. I love. It was I like love him. it was a little bit like when. Um, uh, Chris O'Dowd shows up in Bridesmaids. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, look, a nice average guy. Oh, I t- it's the best. But what a, like, good average... Man, I just want a hot average guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is what I said in the movie. This is so shallow. <laughs> I was like, I just want a dude that looks so normal. That you're like, I could look at you all day. But not someone who's, like, so pretty that you're like, I cannot look at you. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, so intimidating you're like, and weird. It's so mesmerizing how pretty you are. <laughs> like, no, I just want, like, a dreamy, average man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're just like, you look so... I... Really? Oh. <laughs> Screw you! <laughs> Trainix? I don't know what? that that's... Stop. A, I don't think that's a train name. No. No, no, why are you honking your horn? <laughs> it's because there's traffic. We this don't ain't... want to hurt anyone. Yeah, we got traffic lights for that. This ain't the 80s and there are no kids on their bikes. Yeah, you don't stop. need to honk your horn. What yeah, do do with the law? Whoop, whoop. I don't know if that's true. Whoop, whoop. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> people in the parking lot are going to be like, who are these crazy people? <laughs> we have Yellow a podcast. Trains. <laughs> we have a podcast. <laughs> They're over here. People get in their car. It's fine. Anyway. Enjoy the movie! (laughs) They left the movie. (laughs) See? (laughs) Okay, so this... So this redheaded kid. This is what I'm making up in my head. This red, this ginger is walking with his uh, grandpa in the parking lot, and he was talking about podcasts. <laughs> he's like, I heard this podcast review, and he was like, Wait, I was, was like, like what? And I was like, Me? <laughs> and then uh, you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> want to be in a podcast? Hey, stop yelling at people in parking lots. Your grandpa can be there too. <laughs> stop. Um, they're getting in a truck. I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> And then, but then he was talking about this British show, and that's what I uh, gathered. Good to know. <laughs> Take this or leave Ooh. this out of the podcast, whatever Tangents you want. Tangents today. Woo! Um, oh, he's great. Ethan is wonderful. That's what we were talking about. We are yeah. talking about, oh, how, like, he's... I love that, that he was scared dream. of her. He's like, <laughs> I'm... He, she calls him to, ta- to be like, I know that the, like... 
pressure calling a new love love interest a new love interest (laughs) could be really intimidating so I want to just take that weight off your shoulders and let you know that you're taking me out and she was like so were you cool with she said she asked him something about like going out when they actually got to the date he goes well I'm kind of terrified of you so I was afraid not to go out with you But like, and they have like an awkward but charming date, which is great. So weird with a bikini contest. Oh, oh the, this is the part contest. that you cried. <sighs> we, Do you want okay. to talk about that part? I. D- so, she like they're walking down the street. She thinks she she like believes that she looks like a totally different person, mm-hmm. and she sees that there's like a bikini contest at this bar, and she's like, "Oh my god, we're going." And he was like, I mean, I'm cool with this if you're cool with this. And then he realizes that she's planning on entering. And he's like, uh. This could go terrible. But she enters this bikini contest. And she, like, does a whole dance. And, like, pours water on herself. And from the tree. She, like, works the crowd. She works the crowd. (laughs) And she's just, like, having a blast. And I was crying watching this scene. Wesley is I was crying because I was so happy for her and I just want all women to experience that kind of confidence to be standing next to anyone and to be able to pull off a like impromptu show (laughs) like this fully comfortable in their own skin like having a blast, doing what I, like whatever is like fun and exciting for them. And for her, it was like, I'm going to do a really terrible job at twerking because it's like <laughs> what I want to do. But it's not even about like the sexualization or any no. of that. I was just like, she's so comfortable and she is happy to have a good time. And she has like the confidence to just do something like that because it sounds like fun, mm-hmm. not because she actually wanted to win anything. Yeah. And she said afterwards, she was like, no, I mean, I know that I'm beautiful. I don't need a room full of drunken guys to confirm that for me. Yeah. And, like, that was that moment where, like, Ethan was like, whoa. He goes, can I be you when I grow up? And I was like, yes, (laughs) can we all be this way? And it was that moment of, like, Yeah. Yes. I was like, this is the kind of, just, that is the level of freedom. It doesn't have to look that way, but this is the level of freedom that I want for women in the world. Yeah. This this is what I'm going for. It was very, it was very well done. And I cried. And what's nice, like, Amy. what was cool about that scene. I need to tweet scene, Amy after this. Yeah. What wow. was great about that scene and, like, basically the whole point of the movie is because, because she was so confident. Like, mm-hmm. when she first came on stage, the whole crowd was like, who is what? this girl? Mm-hmm. Why what does she happening? think she can be up there? Yeah. And by the end, they were like, no, she's super sexy and wonderful and awesome. <laughs> One guy goes, rally me! <laughs> and he's like, uh, no. What? <laughs> but it was just like, that was such a great thing that was to show yeah. how the perception can change mm-hmm. based like, on your own perception change of yourself. Yes. Yeah. Like, who do you believe that you are in this world and just go be that person? Yeah. But don't go be Hitler. Like, you know. I don't think that was where that was going. <laughs> yeah, I always, you know, I just think about um, Hitler sometimes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I just think about my, my own worst case scenarios is where I go uh, most of the time. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. 
So as we mentioned then that she starts getting really full of herself, essentially, mm-hmm. and thinks that she's amazing and better than other people. Does she? I think that's the vibe you get, especially at the, uh, a, at yeah. the reception desk where she's just like... Oh, yeah, they show her like... Like, can you just scooch a little out of the way and like instead talk to the mm-hmm. really hot girl? Like, she just yeah. becomes a little, like, Shallow. like we said, like the, the version of herself. Yes. Really? Oh, so many sounds. Yes. This is why we don't record in parking lots. Anyway, what so... What is it, though? Uh, it's probably a fire truck it, sound, it sounds like... Yeah, there's an ambulance. Wow, that was intense. Anyway, so... Um, so she finds <laughs> herself... She finds herself in this hotel room in Boston because um, her boss... Basically, they discover that she has insights to, like, the kind of audience who's buying this lower-end target line of... The diffusion line. Yeah. They have, like, a high-end... She works for a high-end makeup line, and they're creating a diffusion line, which will be in Target and Cajoles. (laughs) Yeah. Cajoles. Cajoles. So, (laughs) they realize that she has all these insights because none of them ever buy stuff at Target because, heaven forbid, you do that. So... She is being taken along to this pitch to bu- to the Target headquarters, I think. Yes. Yeah. Or, well... Well, whatever. They're going to pitch They're pitching to it to something. the Target people. Yeah. So they take her along. She finds herself, like, oh, yeah. on the airplane with, like, the hot brother of the oh. woman who runs the company. He, I like, mean, shows up at her hotel and is, like, super flirting with her. They ca- well, n- not flirting. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference between flirting and coming on to someone. Yes. Yeah. And that was... I said that in such a gross-sounding way. But, yeah. But in the situation, But yeah. he wanted to do that. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow, it got really warm in here. Wow. Uh, so she's talking to him. She's having this like freak, freak out. Ex- like she starts oh. freaking out because the phone rings and it's her boyfriend. And it's, yeah, they're about. He, hot guy's about to kiss her. Boyfriend sends a funny text to him outside Zumba class. <laughs> which, is, yeah. which I was like, I love. Ma- where I was like, wife me when like, he sent that text. I love that he like played Zumba and had like a light teal like phone case. <laughs> like he's the best. He's great. She, she was talking about like he identifies as a man, uh, but there's some effeminate qualities to him. It's part of his charm. You'll find. You'll see. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of how it goes. My. This is one of my favorite lines in the whole thing. She says to the hot guys, he's about to kiss her and her text come in. She goes, I'm wet. And he goes, what? She's like, with diarrhea. <laughs> and I don't want you to see all of the diarrhea and I need you to go. And just like pushes him out of the room. She does. Which I can totally was like, see you yeah, doing. I'm wet with diarrhea. And like just making. I Yes, it was very. So she pushes him out of the room and tries to like, I don't know what she tries to do, but she ends up. She turned on on the the shower to like have other sound happen. Yeah, and then falls and hits her head, and when she wakes up, this basically the spell is broken, and she she sees herself. She sees herself as she is, and as everyone else has been seeing her this whole time, and freaks out because she thinks that no one's a no one's gonna recognize her. Mm-hmm. And they won't take her seriously if they see what she really looks like. Yeah. Which is so silly. In yeah. my brain, I'm like, what? But I also... I... I, The whole time, it's been this weird tightrope with me of like, 
what? That's so dumb. Like, Amy Schumer, you're so cute. But then also being like, oh, I felt this way because I work in the beauty industry. And yeah. there's been more times where I'm like, oh, people are going to think I'm the fat girl that doesn't know how to do hair. Yeah. Because it's short and she and I don't do my own hair. Like, all sorts of, like, yeah. dumb things that I've decided think people think about me come up. And I'm like, wait, none of that's true. That's all just my own brain. So I was like, oh, yeah. I get it. That's exactly what they're trying to show is, yeah. like, you make all of that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're the one, basically, that can fix it. Yes, you can. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of the movie, then, she... She goes back to seeing herself as normal, panics, doesn't do the, like, keynote speech in Boston, mm-hmm. kind of just, like, lays around and gets drunk. She realizes that, like, oh my god, my boyfriend has never seen me. He's seen hot me yeah because she thinks she's looked different this whole time mm-hmm. uh and she like tries to go apologize to her friends and her friends are like no like we have plans you're being a bad friend yeah no no thing like yeah no we're gonna go do things without you and well you know later later girlfriend yeah like we don't know what happened to you but it's not cool so you need to leave yeah which I was really proud of. I yeah. love it when things like that. I love it when people set boundaries, Wesley. It's good. so good. Uh, and she goes to, uh, oh, her boyfriend. Well, they're not boyfriend and girlfriend yet, which is so sweet. I love it. They, uh, she's talking, she, he like Skypes her or whatever, basically. Yeah. It's like, hey, let's hang out. And she's like, no, I broke my back. And they're gonna spray France. I don't want them <laughs> to kill the ones I like. Excuses. Like, yeah. You know, she doesn't, she doesn't want thing. to like disappoint him with, with how, how she looks. looks. Yeah. Jinx. And so uh, basically, they make dinner plans for Saturday. She shows up at dinner and like. She he, thinks he doesn't. She recognize. thinks she looks different, so he won't recognize her. He thinks she's try, he, trying to do some like sexy role play thing. <laughs> he's like, What are you doing? and just tries to run with it. He's like, Which uh, is great. And so, he's like, like she looks at him and like he recognizes her, her and she panics. And so he comes over and is like, I'm just going to pretend to like hit on you at the bar because that's yeah, funny. Because it's fun. And like she starts doing voices and like gets <laughs> weird and he like runs with it and it's adorable. And then she freaks out. She goes, She says to the effect, like, I'm waiting on my boyfriend. He's like, well, I'm waiting on my girlfriend. She's like, you have a girlfriend? He's like, yeah, I hope that's okay. (laughs) And she's like, well, tell me about her. And he's like, well, she's amazing. And she's, you know, blah, blah, blah. She's smart. She's funny. She's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen, like, in the world. And she, like, starts freaking out. She's like, I can't do this. Calls him. Goes outside the bar. Goes outside the bar to call him him because... Because, again, she thinks he has no idea who she is. Yeah. And uh, and she's like, I'm sorry, I can't. This is over. I can't. You can't see me anymore. Like, yeah. no. Uh, that was so heartbreaking. Yeah. And he's, again, I really like the way that Amy Schumer writes people and mm-hmm. men especially. I like the way that Amy Schumer writes men. Yeah. Is that okay? I yeah. can say that. Yeah. Because he's just straight up was like, I think I deserve better than that. Yeah. And she's like, you you do like you deserve better yeah. and she goes you deserve better than me and i'm like no yeah. no he deserved like a better ex- like a better conversation yeah about what on earth was happening because he really cared about her exactly yeah. the way she was because she loved herself and mm-hmm. who doesn't fall in love with someone who loves themselves and has self-awareness that's the key yeah that's the key everybody yeah um 
So then she goes to, they crash the next pitch, pitch meeting for the Oh yeah, up. I think there was like the launch or something, a big yeah, launch something. party. So there's a big party, she goes, basically crashes it, takes over the AV, uh-huh. and... Because that's um, really easy to do. It probably was, but... <laughs> um, so that's when she has the epiphany that she has looked the same the whole time, because yeah. she sees the two pictures of herself and it's like, oh... I'm I me. looked like myself the entire time and then gives us like great speech at the I end. I love the moment she goes, I did all this as me. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yes, you did. look how amazing you are. Yeah. You're Dummy. <laughs> so she has all of that revelation on the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, I also really liked how they handled like the really beautiful, quote, quote, beautiful people in this movie. Mm-hmm. That like they were all also insecure mm-hmm. and like needed someone to see them for who they were. Yeah. And like um, like her boss, Avery, kept, she was like, I have a really high pitched voice and I, everyone thinks I'm so dumb. And she kept berating herself for being dumb. And Amy was like, no, like, that's, no, that's not who your you ideas are. are great. Yeah. And so they had this also really nice moment where she was like, um, so like Avery's grandmother was the one who started this company. Mm-hmm. So they're on stage and everyone's really happy because of all the stuff that, uh, Renee had said on stage and her grandmother congratulates her. She's like, no, this is all for Renee. And she was like, but Renee wouldn't be here without you. Mm-hmm. And it was just a really nice reminder. Like, of, like everybody has the same like weird insecurities about something. Mm-hmm. They look different and they sound different, but it's essentially all the same sort of insecurity that something about you is not enough to get the job done. Yeah. Whatever the job is. Yeah. And then at the end, she goes back to make up with Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> she picked her nose and I loved it. I know. And he it was just was real like, cute. He, he was, was like, like, she like had like a little booger and like couldn't get it while at, she was talking. She comes up to his door and like rings the buzzer and thinks it's just audio, but there's totally a video and he can see the whole time that she's picking her nose while she's talking to and him. And he just thinks it's like he's just the like, cutest oh. thing. He's like, this is part of who she is. Yeah. And so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, it's it driving great. me crazy. He picks her bugger and goes, this is just driving me insane. <laughs> Like, watching you struggle with this, I couldn't uh, do it. But, yeah, and she's, like, she realizes, like, he fell in love with who I really am, mm-hmm. not my, like, the insecure, like, black hole of a person right. that I, like, yeah. made myself out to be before. But he, like, really, really cared for me when yeah. I was who I was without any shame and without, like, a second thought to what other people might think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, this was just who she was, which was, like, quirky and weird and outrageous. Yeah. And that's great. And it was, I I also, pre- I also appreciated that her, that, like, A.D. Bryant's character wasn't also, like, wildly insecure. Mm-hmm. Like, they put on a bunch of makeup on her, and she's like, yeah, I know I look pretty, but do I look like me? Yeah. Like, she wasn't like, I'm beautiful now that I'm wearing makeup. She yeah. was like, yeah, I mean, I see, like, I see how pretty I look, but yeah. is it me? Does this speak to who I am? And she was saying, like, I just really, you know, like, I, he'll love me because I like true crime and interspecies <laughs> friendships. And I was like, yes. Yeah, interspecies yes, animal friendships. Yes, interspecies <laughs> animal friendships. And I was like, yes, A.D. Bryant is A, all of us, all the time. And B, especially in that new, like, leggings. Did you see that, like, Nike 
leggings thing that Saturday Night Live no, did. No, I haven't watched it yet. It's very good. We'll watch it after. Yeah. It's like a whole fake Nike ad yeah. for leggings. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, of all the characters in this movie, like, I was totally identified with her the most. Yes. She <laughs> under Well, A.D. Bryant also understood who she was. Yeah. And she wasn't afraid of it. Yeah. But she also was, like her confidence looked different in a like hers wasn't like parading herself around hers was Mm -hmm. like well this is who I am and I'm comfortable knowing that I'm going to like find a connection with someone who likes these things about me because they are a part of me yeah and I also appreciated that she told Amy Schumer like why do you care what anyone thinks of the way that you look yeah because we never did yeah so, like, why do you care? Yeah. Like, why is that your primary concern all of the time? Right. And she was just really frank about it. And I was like, yeah. So, A.D. Bryant also showed the exact same level of confidence because she didn't woe is me through the movie. Mm-hmm. She didn't say, I could never, blah, blah, blah. She was just like, cool, we're happy for you. We're happy that you yeah. are, like, doing well, that you believe in yourself. That's awesome. Also, why do you care that much? Yeah. Like, she actually exhibited the same level of confidence, and it looked different on her, Mm -hmm. and I appreciate that they showed that. Yeah. Even if it was subtle and everyone might not pick up on that, that Mm -hmm. she was just as confident as Amy was throughout, or Renee was throughout the movie. Yeah. She just, like, wore it differently. Yeah. She was, like, chill about it. Yeah. You're chill about it. (laughs) I'm definitely Amy Schumer all the time. It's okay. To the point where I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, is this, is this going to be okay? I would probably cry if I was twerking in front of people. <laughs> because I would be like, I want you all to be able to see this. <laughs> women should feel comfortable at all times. <laughs> I don't want to live in a world where we're, unco- where we're like uncomfortable in our bodies because they're ours and they're perfect. I feel a lot <laughs> right now. That's good. So, that's... I feel pretty. <laughs> I think that's what she was going for. I just feel, I just want people to feel pretty. Alright. I loved this movie. I thought it was really great. I liked it a lot. I do love, and I also appreciate it, I read a couple articles about it, about how people were like scared it was going to be really problematic. Mm -hmm. I didn't pick up on anything that was problematic. And I'm also aware, and the filmmakers are aware, that this is not a full-blown conversation about mm-hmm. self-esteem and beauty and, con- like, this is not the end of, like, we're going to talk about all of, like, all right, of the yeah. nuances involved. Mm-hmm. Like, they um, brought up um, the one woman, Emily something, the, like, hot girl that she befriends in Soul Cycle that, yeah, like, yeah. that Renee idolizes Mm -hmm. because of how she looks and the things that happen to her that she's always wanted to happen but she's like no she straight up says I got dumped for being a real person yeah and I was like yup that is the other Mm -hmm. side that all of the insecure girls are like I wish I was blah 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 and I'm like well even if you were yeah because they have because like people her experience in life was so different because she was like, I can't be a real person because all of people expect out of me is perfection. Mm-hmm. Where, like, Amy could only ever be a real person and no one expected perfection from her. So she got... Mm-hmm. So she was able to have a much... She was able to have a, a, an equally awesome life should she have chosen for herself. Mm-hmm. 
but like it just looked super super different where this girl might be able to like go to Europe and then hang out on a yacht with guys and get asked out all the time yeah. she's like I'm an object yeah my life consists of me being an object for people to look at mm-hmm. and the moment I show real feelings and have like let my flaws out it's a hard no from people yeah. and they leave and that's her experience in life is like I have the opposite problem though um, and it's all a problem and it's all like a huge issue because it all has to do with people feeling like they need to look a certain way in mm-hmm. order to have anything in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that they showed that side and where I was also like, no, I have real self-esteem issues. And mm-hmm. like, like even the word dumb is like triggering because mm-hmm. that's all that she heard was mm-hmm. like, all I can hear is you saying I'm dumb. Yeah. Like, that's all I can hear when you say things like this. When you talk about how pretty I am. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. So, do you have any other favorite moments yes. in this movie before we wrap it up? Yes. Uh, this guy asked Ethan, uh, oh, the whole conversation oh, at the bar. with the skeezy dude who was running yeah. the, uh, the, bikini, the contest. bikini contest. Yeah. Talking to Ethan at the bar was fantastic in yeah. so many ways. Because he was, ta- he was, he asked about, like, her, his girl. And he was like, oh, we're not together we're friends sort of for now and the guy goes yeah I didn't ask for a podcast <laughs> and I yeah we were like mm-hmm. oh we were dying like we're about to record a podcast <laughs> watching this movie and I'm sure everyone who asked me if I like a movie I'm like let me tell you everything and like I they didn't ask for a podcast Katie that was such a good moment but then he also said he was like if you got a flat tire though your girl's the one you want with you yeah he's like these girls are super hot and all that but like that's a woman who, like, can handle herself in a knife fight. And yeah. that's the kind of woman you want. And I was like, a? was like, yeah, it is. Like, you're yeah. right. Like, this, the kind of woman who could take care of herself yeah. when the moments arise where it's like, I need to. Yeah. Like, that's that the really kind great. of partner that you want, not the, like, really, really hot one. And all of that, like, being able to handle yourself also, like, has like an appeal and an attraction to other people around you Mm because people will want to be with people who are uplifting and empowering Mm -hmm. not people who are energy sucks true that's what I got out of this movie (laughs) you are beautiful (laughs) yes you yes you um (laughs) it's so good it's so good yeah I really liked it a lot I want to keep keep watching it yeah I just want, like, french fries. (laughs) (laughs) Same. Mozzarella sticks? Same. (laughs) Mozzarella sticks. Have you ever seen the movie In Her Shoes with Toni Collette and uh, Cameron Diaz? No. Maybe. Um, It's another... I have a lot of these movies. That's one of them where I'm like, I don't like Cameron Diaz, but she happens to be in this movie. She's just in a thing that I like. She tends to be in things that I like for other characters. So there's this scene in that movie that is very similar to the scene in this movie where she brings him back to his her apartment and like he keeps turning the light off and she keeps turning the light back on. Oh yeah. They do that same thing in that movie mm-hmm. where they're making out and the woman's but it was the opposite like the woman was super insecure and he's mm-hmm. like no I'm turning the light back on and she's like mm-hmm. he's like no like yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. I thought that was really great. Yeah, that uh, she goes, Amy Schumer turns the light on. She goes, no, I want you to see me. He's like, oh, I am enjoying seeing you. I don't know if you want to see me. And she's like, yeah, I do. And I was yeah. like, oh. it's real cute. It was great. Yeah. That and she looked in the mirror while having sex. 
And I thought that was also fantastic. And he was like super turned on by that. And I was like, that's great. That's just really great. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, what? That's funny. amazing. Because I'm sure he's experienced a lot of insecure women when it's yeah. like, can you not just love yourself? Yeah. I also love that she was like, oh, the ice cream man. Now we have to go get ice cream. No, yes. <laughs> but she, but again, she was comfortable yeah. in her skin, which allowed her to be more comfortable yeah. doing and being all of like the weird things and yeah. perfect things that she is, which is like, oh, let's go to see the ice cream man. <laughs> She's like, oh, the ice cream truck is here. We need to go. Like... <laughs> Postcoital ice cream truck. That sounds really great. Mostly the ice cream right now. I don't. I'm in a car. I'm in a hot. I'm in a hot box. I'm so glad I didn't fart. <laughs> I guess me too. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I love this movie. Go see. I feel pretty. I know we ruined the whole plot for you, but it's so good. Yeah. Well, we'll. Spoiler you should, alert. You should know that before listening to this podcast. Wait till after you see the movie. <laughs> yeah, just don't watch this if you want to watch the movie. It's so good. Yeah. Right, Katie. How many Channing Tatings do we do give we this give... movie? Well, we have a single Channing Tatum on our hands now. Um, <laughs> one uh, available Channing Tatum, <laughs> which is far more attractive than a taken Tatum. <laughs> uh, I hate myself. I know. That's exactly why I said it. And being a Ron, I know. This woman's like hailing a, a someone. I don't know. She looks cute. So (sighs) how many Channing Tatum's? I'm I'm honestly I'm just gonna give it ten, like ten out of ten Tatum's. Yeah. Like no issues. Yeah. I might have an two years. I might look back and be like, I have an issue. Yeah. As I become anything more like myself. Yeah. You know, that makes sense. Okay. I mean, the only issue I could see, and I know this is kind of where people were worried about this movie, is mm-hmm. Amy Schumer sees herself as unattractive and is, by all standards, an attractive person. Yes. Like, and I mean that in the, like, traditional, yeah. like, media sense of the word. Yes. Like, she's not out of how do I I don't know how to put that she like she's not she's very not far like, outside of the expected beauty standards. Like, standards. Yeah. So I can see why some people might have an issue with oh Amy Schumer thinks she's not cute enough and has to see herself as pretty but that's not at all what this movie was about. No. And I will combat that just that line of thinking with yeah but Everybody feels that way. Yeah. Like, no matter how traditionally attractive you are, it can be your job to be pretty. Yeah. And you not feel that way. Yeah. And so, like, I, th- I think it's a fair, I think it's a, I think it's a fair choice to pick someone who is traditionally pretty to sh- even show, like, mm-hmm. listen. Not that sh- I think she sits around and is like, I'm an ogre. Right. And I totally get it. Like, but even Princess the, like, Fiona was a cute ogre. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's still pretty. But, like, like, the way that she sees herself yeah. is the most important thing. Because no matter what you look like, how you see yourself is the important Yeah. And factor. like you said, this isn't the end of the conversation no, of body image. Which is, no. I think people were kind of expecting it to, like, tackle a lot more than it was going to. No. I and, think like, it, Hollywood I think it, isn't going to go quite that far. It tackled more than I expected it to. Yeah. 
And of course there's like more, cause there's more stories to tell. Mm-hmm. This is not the only story. And I appreciate that they told a story of like, you know, a man's insecurity without making that like some weird like focus of like, without it being manic pixie dream girl. Right. Cause it didn't yeah. go there, which I appreciate. And they yeah. didn't make the guy a manic pixie dream boy. Yeah. Like he was just. Ooh, what was it that I called that? Uh, oh, I had a term for it. You did. You had a really good term for it. It was like Maverick something dream guy. And I forget what the other word was. Yeah, but he was none of those things. Like, he was like a distinctly, like, comfortable character. Yeah, he was comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. He was like, this woman scares me, but like, okay Mm -hmm. but he wasn't like oh she'll fix me he was just like man like yeah I want to be around you more you like I feel better about myself around you and I like he was able to like admire and respect her without idolizing her Mm -hmm. and like putting her on some pedestal and being like you can do no wrong yeah like you cannot disappoint me yeah he was just like you're weird and I love it yeah because you're it's unabashed yeah did I use that word correctly? I think so. Okay, great. Yeah, this movie was yeah. great, though. How I many Tatums did you give it? I think probably ten also. Yeah. I'll good. see it again. I'm totally going to see it again. Yeah. Anything else? Are we good? Are we... Are we do we feel pretty now? Yes. Aw, Messy! Messy! Aw. Ready? Ready to wrap it up? Yes, let's wrap it up before the battery dies. Oh, God, the battery's dying. Uh, hey, everybody, this has been Viewing Party Patty. If you want to uh, bid on our show, you can go to our Patreon. We don't have a Patreon going once, going twice. Gold! You can find us at the Columbus Podcast Festival. Uh, we have a little bit of time. You're fine. If you found any of this remotely tantalizing, which I hope you did, you can check us out at viewingpartypod.com. You can check out our website. We got merch. No, we don't. Oh, sorry. We got merch. I mean, if you want something, I'll send you a button. But Yes, if you want a button... Wesley will send you a button. Oh, maybe we should have buttons. That's so silly. I love buttons. Yeah. I have a button maker. We can make it happen. Yeah, we'll just make some buttons. Oh, of like funny things that we say. We could do that. That'd be so stupid. Anyway. How self-centered of us. It's okay. I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> if you found any of this remotely tantalizing, check out viewingpartypod.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at viewingpartypod. Uh, I'm going to be at the Columbus Podcast Festival with my other podcast, Columbus Cares, Mm -hmm. the storytelling podcast about Columbus's non-for-profits. Uh, I may also have a special appearance with another podcast, but that's still sort of a secret. Oh, is it a surprise? It might be a surprise. You can get tickets at Mm columbuspodcastfestival.com. By the time this comes out, they might be sold out. We're going to find out. Uh, they're going pretty, like, hotcakes. They're going, like, pretty hotcakes. Um... (laughs) Check it out. It's going to be an awesome time. It's May 10th through the 13th uh, at the Short North Stage down in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, Sawbones, the McElroys are coming. We got the Smurls are bringing uh, Still Buffering. We got Court Appointed. We got True Crime Garage. We got War Rocket Ajax. We got some awesome, awesome podcasts coming. Um, Super excited about it. It's a four-day festival downtown. It'll be happening this week if you're listening to this one. Oh, my God! get your tickets now tickets will also be available at the door if you buy a weekend pass though you get some swag so i would go for that 
Um, yeah, that's all I got. You can check out uh, some other sweet lady podcasters using the hashtag Lady Pod Squad online. I bet they have some great thoughts about this movie. Oh, I'm we really excited to see all the thoughts that come out of this. Ha- oh, hi. Oh, he's cute. I wonder if he. Are you? You want to be on a podcast? <laughs> Katie. <laughs> we only have eight percent battery. Don't be inviting guests. <laughs> You, you could get them to take you to a movie, Katie. <gasps> Wesley! It would work. Oh my god, free play like of a so. movie pass. Um, also, we're not sponsored by Movie Pass, but we're basically sponsored by Movie Pass. Fun fact check in before your movie starts or you won't get yes. the Movie Pass. Unfortunately, I learned that the hard way. <laughs> Two minutes after start time. Lame. Yeah, check in beforehand. Uh, pro tip <laughs> Dude, this is gonna be the. Anyways, we're done. Yeah. I'm Katie. I'm Wesley. This is. Viewing party. From a car. From a car. (laughs) From a parked car. But for real, though, this is totally going to be how I, like, get dudes' numbers now. Is, like, I'll tell them, like, they're so funny and interesting. And ask them if they want to be in a podcast. And then we... Well, we have to... It's a movie review podcast. Yeah, it's a movie podcast. We have to go out and watch a movie and then talk about it over dinner and I'll record it. (laughs) It's a podcast. Oh, my God. That's genius. Who knew that, like, podcasts would be the way to, like... Pick up dudes. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking about picking them up as if they're going to go anywhere or I'm going to carry them or anything's going to happen. Please do that, though. <laughs> I'm going to pick up some dudes. I'm just picturing the scene in Ever After. You, do you, I'm going to get the you D. haven't seen it very Director's recently, cut. But at one point, like, they try to kidnap her and the prince, and they're like, you can have whatever you can carry. And she picks him up and throws him over her shoulder and carries him away. That's, oh, that's what I'm so picturing funny. you just, like, on a date being like, Deal. You. Okay, let's, let's we're he, we're heading, you're taking me out. Uh, that's so funny. I, I'm not even kidding, I'm going to try that one time and see what happens. I think it's going to be great. It's going to be a really good time. Let us know how that goes. I will.